नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू द स्वदेशी पॉडकास्ट इन दिस एपिसोड वी हैव द कंफ्यूज्ड हिंदू बैक एंड एक्चुअली विल बी हैविंग ए डिबेट ऑन द टॉपिक ऑफ एथिकल डाइट एंड व्हाट हिंदुइज्म प्रमोट्स एज अ डाइट सो हील बी टेकिंग द काउंटर पोजीशन ऑफ माय पोजीशन व्हिच इज एन एथिकल डाइट व्हिच हिंदुइज्म एक्चुअली आस्क्स पीपल टू फॉलो एंड हील टेक कॉमन क्वेश्चंस एंड काउंटर्स रेज्ड अगेंस्ट दिस एथिकल डाइट व्हिच इज प्रमोटेड बाय हिंदुइज्म we'll be debating on it for quite some time so we'll first make our starting initial arguments for few minutes and then we'll counter each other any of the single clarifications if you have we'll be making them the confused hindu will start now with his opening remarks please go ahead namaste everyone so starting off with my opening statement i myself am a non vegetarian so i would be talking for non vegetarianism i feel non vegetarianism is the best diet that a human can have because it's very healthy you know uh, non veg gives you lot of proteins b12s uh, vitamins minerals which is very healthy for your body and we see that most of the vegetarians who do not take these uh, non veg diets lack from uh, lack from uh, vitamins and uh, many other nutritional uh, supplements so this becomes a, a advantage for non vegetarians uh, the second thing i would say it's very tasty people who have uh, tried non veg would understand my uh, point that's the best thing which a person could have on this earth is the non vegetarianism uh, then we see that uh, god has given us uh, omnivorous teeth so we we have to om- uh, omnivorous teeth so i feel again it's a reason for us to have non vegetarian uh, non veg diet i don't feel anything wrong in, in having this because uh, if you see other religions such as islam and christianity they promote non vegetarianism they say that uh, uh, god has created this earth and every creature is created for humans to have on it and other animals also eat each other now i'll give you an example we see the we we know the famous uh, food chain and if any one part of the food chain breaks we see that there's a disaster in the natural process of the ecosystem so i feel we are a very important part of our uh, ecosystem and people who have non veg they promote the the natural cycle and suppose if we stop eating all the uh, goats pigs and uh, other va- various creatures the, the population of these uh, animals will keep on increasing and uh, there'll be a mis- imbalance in the food chain then i would like to say that the evolution of man the evolution of man also supports uh, non veg diet like we we knew that the early man used to hunt and satisfy his need for uh, food so i feel uh, this is a very ethical and it has been a culture and a tradition of humans to eat this and today i support it yeah i have completed my opening statement okay uh, very interesting points i actually thought of doing uh, opening remarks uh, after you completed but i feel like i have to start with what you have uh, made comments about lot of points and i think many of those points are incorrect and they have to be corrected so i think i'll just make my opening remarks as a counter to your arguments and i'll just slip in my own argument to that i have made certain arguments uh, such as the evolution of man the food chain we have what other religions talk about this the nutritional values and although there is a lot of misinformation in what you have said let me first say why humans are not supposed to eat it's ethically wrong thing to do that is eating non vegetarian foods that is killing animals and eating them when we don't have the need to in today's world we can absolutely get any sort of food that is both healthy to man both nutritious to man which doesn't involve any cruelty which doesn't involve killing of any living creatures and doesn't involve inflicting this amount of cruelty and suffering and pain onto these creatures 
and it's an ethical obligation for us to stop eating non-vegetarian food such as any sorts of meats of any animals and to go vegetarian and you talked about you talked about the food chain see uh, humans haven't been a part of the food chain for so long now because humans aren't living in the wild anymore we have evolved from that we have started agriculture we have started factory farming we have started all sorts of technological advancements in the industry of food that we are no longer a part of the food chain this is because we don't have any natural predators anymore because we are not living in the wild so the entire argument of food chain doesn't even come into picture because we have ecologists saying that humans technically don't even form a part of the food chain and we are outside the food chain right now and one more reason why food chain doesn't apply to the argument of eating meat is because humans aren't even at the top of the food chain for us to dominate other species if we actually live in the wild there are many predatory species which can easily kill us and eat us so humans in that sense also don't form a part of the food chain and you also raise the point of evolution that humans have been historically eating meat so uh, what's wrong with us continuing it an early man has ate meat and we have been hunting we have been hunter gatherer societies in the early stages of evolution of a species so what's wrong with it there are actually many things wrong with this first of all we actually don't follow what our early ancestors have done today for example our early ancestors have killed each other in tribal wars we don't do that anymore because we have developed a sense of ethics and morality which is higher than our early ancestral primates uh, for, this is the very reason why even though they had to eat back then again it's the it's a need for them back then because they were living in uh, hunter gatherer societies who were living in forests as tribes and they didn't even uh, invent agriculture at that point so they had to kill other animals for sustenance today it's not the case today we don't need to eat any animals because we have all sorts of harmless or cruelty free alternatives available in vegetarian foods in plant based foods therefore the i don't think the argument of evolution just because someone has historically done something our species has historically done something it wouldn't justify us doing it anymore this argument could be used even for slavery for example just because historically we have been having slaves humans have been dominating each other that doesn't justify us today owning slaves because it's ethically wrong it's morally wrong this is the same argument which goes for eating non vegetarian too so even though historically it has been a need it's not a need anymore therefore any suffering caused today to eat uh, any sort of diet by killing animals is needless and is unethical to human beings and you have also talked about uh, non vegetarian foods giving more nutrition and being more healthy and actually both of those points are wrong first of all we'll talk talk about the health aspect we know uh, the world health organization has uh, categorized uh, the red meat and some other meats as uh, class 1 carcinogens which can actually cause cancer and today we have entire medical literature available on this entire nutritional literature available on this which clearly say that a vegan food or a vegetarian food is much more uh, healthy for a human being rather than any other meat based uh, foods it is pretty uh, standard science at this point that uh, vegan foods and vegetarian foods are more nutritional and can provide all sorts of nutrition that a meat diet can provide you and it's more ethical and more healthier because we know uh, based on many population studies that people who eat vegetarian foods and vegan foods are more healthier and they develop uh, less risks of cancer and many other chronic diseases and finally you have talked that uh, human beings are omnivores because they eat both uh, other animals and other plants and we also have some omnivorous teeth i think you were referring to the canine teeth that humans have and therefore justifying that because we have we can eat uh, animals actually this is a scientifically inaccurate statement because i mean scientists have tried to classify human beings in many ways 
and uh, there is no proper definition of what constitutes an omnivorous animal and human beings certainly don't fall into omnivorous animals because we have entire scientific literature showing that human beings are uh, are the ones who can develop a disease called as osteoporosis which basically only occurs to herbivorous animals and human beings aren't naturally attracted to animals or human beings don't start salivating unlike a carnivorous animal like a lion or a tiger when you see other animals which clearly means you have been conditioned to eat meat uh, unlike an omnivorous animal which if you take you know, any omnivorous animal it actually has the instinct to kill the other animal the prey as it is a predator and eat it human beings don't do this if you see an animal like a deer or a goat or a pig you don't uh, want to eat it or you won't start salivating it's because we are not omnivores we are just conditioned uh, due to historical reasons to eat uh, two kinds of uh, diets therefore i don't think any classification of omnivores would apply to human beings which which can justify the unethical choice of meat eating uh, in your opening statement you mentioned about something called as vegan can you elaborate on that yeah definitely uh, i have used the words both vegetarian and vegan and, and vegan so there's a difference between both as we know and i'll try to explain what vegan means before this i think we have to establish a concept called ahimsa that is a hindu concept a vedic concept so ahimsa is a principle which is based on causing least harm to the creatures around you so this can be applied in every aspect of life and it should be most applied when it comes to the concept of diet because when there is absolutely no need for humans to consume any animals or any animal products which causes a lot of harm to animals such as the dairy industry right now is causing it is a moral responsibility for humans to stop that amount of suffering and actually apply the principle of ahimsa in practice which is causing the least amount of suffering that is needed for one to survive so right now we can survive absolutely by avoiding all sorts of animal foods and animal products therefore the concept of veganism though we, we may think it's a western concept it actually lies on the principle of ahimsa which is causing the least amount of harm possible that's the reason veganism is slightly different from vegetarianism because traditionally vegetarianism has included dairy products that's because we have traditionally haven't been cruel to all these dairy animals like cows and all we know the entire history of how we used to treat cows in a tradition in our culture so there wasn't any harm involved in it unneedlessly therefore it it was okay for us to consume uh, dairy products back then but today right now the majority of the dairy products we get is from the dairy industry and i can i have already have a video on my channel which explains the suffering and pain caused by the dairy industry to all these animals so i think we have to go a step beyond uh, today and actually go vegan and even boycott all these dairy products and this is this is something new this is just the principle of ahimsa actually being applied in, in practice so i see you are against uh, non vegetarianism and dairy products combined so i do i completely uh, i am completely against it because uh, because doing that would lead to unemployment today india is a leader in uh, in the dairy industry and exports a large quantity of meat and i i feel uh, india is the second largest or the third largest meat exporter secondly there are many tribes and uh, people who live in forest and uh, they uh, e- going vegan or going uh, no- vegetarianism would endanger their living you mentioned a point about uh, be- cruelty and that life itself is cruel living today is cruel so i don't feel there's any point uh, uh, stopping cruelty based on humans today a tiger also kills a human uh, uh, t- today a tiger kills any animal so i feel uh, non vegetarian is the best diet i also feel that going vegan would also hinder the process of animal husbandry in our country 
in our country we see we have a history of shri krishna uh, rearing cows and uh, other animals uh, in today the today indian farmer also follows this because he gets milk and uh, other uh, supplements from the animals if we go completely vegan we would be endangering these animals these animals will soon go extinct people will uh, people will uh, stop uh, rearing these things and a very good amount of uh, people would be unemployed with this okay you have raised uh, quite a few points there let me counter one after the other okay first i would like to talk about the tribes uh, argument you raised which is basically there are many tribes which live in forests or wherever they live and they kill animals and they eat animals they don't do any sort of agriculture or anything so if we go vegan wouldn't they be able to sustain anymore i think i was pretty clear while i was making my opening argument see the entire concept of veganism applies where or the ahimsa what i'm talking about applies where there is no need for you to cause any harm to animals and still you are causing harm to those animals without any proper justification for it so it's basically unethical means of causing harm to these animals so when you talk about tribes those uh, those people already are in those situation which where it is a need for them to kill animals just the example of the early man where it was necessary for them to hunt animals and eat it's not an ethical dilemma for them unlike us because they don't have any other option rather than uh, killing animals eating them but we do have an option so when i talk about veganism it's for the vast vast majority of human beings who do live lives where they can completely avoid killing animals needlessly you also made a point uh, that life itself is cruel so how does it matter what we do and tiger kills other animals other animals kill each other all the time so how does it matter if we kill it see uh, this actually could be applied to anything for an example there is crime in the world there is a lot of crime a lo- lots of different types of crime so you don't say when there is a lot of crime you don't say life itself is cruel other people kill each other so di- why don't we also kill each other that's actually not that's actually not a good argument because it's already happening doesn't doesn't mean we can also continue and do it this is called a tukoki fallacy in the in logic which is basically just because we can't stop a tiger killing other animal we would also we will also start killing other animals and this is also not a proper argument because the tiger again if you go back to the concept of ahimsa and causing the least amount of harm a tiger it's its natural way to kill other animals and eat because it can't survive on plant based diets unlike human beings who can actually survive and you also talked about uh, people losing their jobs basically uh, there is a lot of employment that happens in dairy sector the animal husbandry sector wherever it is and all these people would lose their jobs if we turn vegan first of all nobody not the entire world wouldn't go vegan overnight so there's no there's no way that all of these people would be jobless tomorrow morning this is a gradual process and it would happen over long period of time and as people go more and more vegan these jobs automatically these people would would start finding different different jobs and uh, we will have many jobs being created in the vegan industry itself where you can do ma- many sorts of vegan alternatives and all so the employment problem is just a red herring and it's not a immediate problem or it's not even a problem in the long term at all and one more point is made is regarding the extinction of this species yes what you said is partly true but not in the way you said it animals are going extinct every day because we are eating meat based meat based diets i'll tell you how for every 1 pound of meat we have to produce we have to almost produce 14 to 15 pounds of grains for producing this much amount of grains and there is also lot more amount of water we are using in this it takes huge amount of resources we are cutting down rainforests we are drying up many of our water resources and just to grow plants grow grains so that we can feed these animals and again kill these animals to feed people we are right now producing uh, food that is enough 
to feed 56 billion land animals every year and we have 7 billion population on the planet and we can't even feed the bottom 1 billion of these people and they're dying of hunger every year so if we can actually stop producing more grain to feed these animals and rather produce and rather turn this towards feeding humans we would actually save most of these animals from this cruelty and they won't even go extinct because animals obviously have always existed in the, existed in the wild and every day on an average five species go extinct anyway so we have nothing to do that maybe we can stop it if you talk about ha- harming animals i also feel that we are uh, we are harming uh, plants by killing them and eating them so i feel we shouldn't eat anything and uh, and die and die without eating because killing happens anywhere plants also suffer plants also we have many researches proving that plants also suffer and uh, have great pain when we cut them what is wrong when we kill animals and uh, what is wrong in killing animals if we kill plants i feel it's the same okay there's so much wrong with what you have just said first of all killing animals and killing, killing plants isn't the same thing because as i have said earlier needlessly causing suffering and pain to sentient creatures basically animals are capable of experiencing suffering animals have a concept of uh, future thinking they have a concept of forming relationships they have a concept of uh, forming bonds with either humans or other animals and animals are much more evolved species than plants that's the first point and plants don't have a central nervous system or a brain which is the very reason they can't experience suffering or they don't have any subjectivity as such therefore killing plants is quite different because we are not actually concerned about killing itself but we are more concerned about causing harm to sentient beings because yeah as you have said because we exist we obviously some animals will die because of our existence because of many acts we do that's obviously inevitable but to the maximum extent we can reduce this by stopping uh, by stopping killing animals and one more important thing is if you are actually concerned about plants we actually kill more plants because we have to rear all these animals by growing more plants and then feed feed them uh, feed it to them and again kill those animals in return and again eat them so there's actually more suffering in this way as i have said again ahimsa is the concept of causing the least amount of suffering possible so if would everyone will stop eating animals and would go to a plant based it is the least amount of suffering possible and again here the concept of survival e- even if if it's fine if you don't if you don't even eat plants and you can survive somehow it it could be even better but as we have to survive and the least amount of suffering we can do uh, to survive is eating plants when you talk about ahimsa i feel you are, uh, i feel ahimsa means utter non violence but you are saying the least violence i i think you have a problem in your basics because uh, what all uh, because ahimsa itself means non violence no you are quite wrong on the concept of ahimsa i think you have a gandhian understanding of ahimsa so let me clear uh, what the scriptures say on ahimsa there is a quote which goes like this ahimso paramo dharmaha dharma himsa tathaiva cha so what this quote basically means is ahimsa which can be translated as non violence or which can be translated also as least amount of violence possible so ahimsa paramo dharmaha means non violence is the ultimate dharma and the verse continues dharma himsam tathaiva cha which basically means so too is violence in the service of dharma so ahimsa isn't utter non violence in the sense of a gandhian philosophy it means even doing violence to protect the greater good to protect dharma in the service of dharma is also ahimsa so ahimsa isn't just pacifism ahimsa is causing the least amount of harm possible without infringing on other creatures rights when you mention the word right there's also something called as uh, right for freedom of food and i feel this concept is the best to defend my point saying that non vegetarianism is the best diet 
because everybody has a choice to eat whatever they want and i feel the constitution gives us this right very interesting although misguided uh, you have raised the concept of freedom of food and my right to choose what i want to eat and telling that i have this right so let me explain why uh, human beings actually don't have the right to eat whatever they want and it's actually infringing on other people's other creatures rights if you exert this uh, freedom of food so let me explain the origin of this concept so that you can tell me if you if you if you would want to use such a concept to defend what you call your freedom of right so what you basically talking about are called civil liberties that under the constitution or under the rule of law people have certain rights which they can exert and this is guaranteed by whatever it is the uh, the constitution or the law but this is actually a wrong way to look at things and a wrong way to talk about ahimsa and uh, ethics because let me tell you the original proponents of civil liberties the enlightenment thinkers in europe and usa were actually slave owners and when they came up with the concept of civil liberties they clearly mentioned in their texts and in their writings that the civil liberties shouldn't be that is the freedom the mere freedom of existence and equality shouldn't be given to slaves which they owned and to indians who were back then in the under colonial rule so the actually the original proponents of civil liberties didn't want this concept of civil liberties to be given to any other race than the white race next after they abolished slavery they they had to give it to the black people and when they gave independence to the colonies they had to give it to the indians and other former colonies now so when you talk about civil liberties and your freedom getting somehow from constitution civil liberties this is the history of it so what we are basically asking is to look from the opposite point of view when these original proponents of civil liberties thought of such a thing they didn't think of other creatures they didn't think of other human beings and they didn't want to give these rights to other human beings but the entire concept of ahimsa actually gives you the ultimate freedom but it stops you when you infringe on the freedom of other creatures to live hence the very concept of freedom of food doesn't exist because you can't kill other creatures because the entire concept of civil liberties is in the opposite sense it started with people not giving each other's rights and they had to forcefully give more and more rights as they go along so all i am asking is for you to give these rights and extend them beyond human beings and give give them to animals which are not very much different from human beings in their nature of suffering pain or cruelty okay but when you talk about hindus hindus i feel do not have a problem with non veg they have only with cow and beef and uh, they they are very uh, satisfied eating non veg except for cow and beef so i feel uh, there's something wrong in that and um, when you talk about uh, hinduism the uh, in mahabharat and rama and we see many be- many times people eating non veg and uh, arjuna and uh, uh, rama eating non veg and uh, they being such good leaders of hinduism they promote non vegetarianism so i feel uh, it should be again uh, be ethically right to eat it okay two things there first you uh, you talked about ramayana and mahabharata and uh, arjuna or rama whoever it is eating meat uh, in some instances and you told there are many instances in ramayana mahabharata so it should be ethically right i don't think they actually ate meat or anything and if you have references there are various translations also on that and many scholars agree on disagree on some issues i'll give you that okay some of them ate meat again as i have told in earlier points because someone has done something historically doesn't allow you to do anything today because the times have changed and we have uh, the under concept of dharma which actually changes according to place and time so if for example rama or arjuna or anyone if they eat meat 
we have to look at the context in which they ate meat and maybe it was okay back then at that point because there wasn't complete vegetarian food for example plant based food which they could eat back then and survive completely and even for the sorts of physical work they were doing so even if it was okay for back then again as it is uh, arguably okay for some tribes to be eating today it's not okay for the majority of the people because they can survive without consuming those so historically if someone is it could be anyone it could be in ramayan mahabharata just historically any person doing it wouldn't give you a right for you to consume animals today and another important point you raised is many hindus having problem only with beef and uh, cow but not with entire non vegetarian as a whole first it doesn't matter what hindus actually have a problem with or not it matters what hinduism talks about what the scriptures talk about what the shastra uh, talk about if you ask me they should have a problem with all sorts of animal cruelty and uh, meat eating and okay now coming to beef why why many hindus even though they eat all sorts of meat they do, they wouldn't eat beef and why is this special status given to something like a cow there are many reasons and there there's huge literature on this but i would try to condense this argument into simple statements first historically cow has been the main driver in the process of human evolution only after we started to tame cows tame the ox and all and use them for agriculture agriculture was possible by humans and for the first time from hunter gatherer societies to we became what we are right now modern civilization we settled down we started building cities we started building kingdoms we started doing uh, many other scientific advancements and uh, hinduism and the hindu tradition goes back much beyond much before that so hindus do recognize this value that cow has in the process of human evolution cow has been historically an economical asset and it has been just like what we would call modern day pets like cats and dogs it has been living with people in this civilization for uh, almost quite a few millennia now so obviously hindus consider cow as something like uh, a westerner would consider a person in america or uh, europe would consider a cat or a dog to him so it's very close and it's a uh, just like a family to him but you missed my point about islam and christianity in which uh, they talk about uh, the world is created by a creator and all these creations are made for humans and they are free to have them and uh, in islam it specifically in quran it's mentioned about all the all the creatures are made for the human beings and they can have it by the grace of allah for uh, anyone so this reasoning would be fine for me to have non veg see uh, when you talk about islam or christianity uh telling that all creatures are created for human beings to consume and you can exploit them whatever in whichever way you want because allah or the creator has created them for you there is a big problem here as you told this is mentioned in the quran again in the same quran for example it is mentioned that women are inferior to uh, men and uh, you can also accept uh, sex slaves after a war if you use quran to defend these things i don't think you would use quran or anything to defend these things which are in the quran itself i don't think you should bring up this argument because when one part of the scripture you are absolutely not accepting to and the other part you are bringing in this is just uh, applying double standards to your argument i don't think this holds well no but i feel if someone uh, who who is who's building his body and going to gym regularly he's advised to have non veg and mostly eggs and uh, you are against uh, and you are against milk also he's advised a lot of milk which is uh, which gives him a lot of protein and other nutritions which uh, help him build his muscles so i feel uh, for them to at least we must allow them again i don't know who these people are giving this nutritional advice i don't think uh, 
eating eggs or anything which contain a lot of cholesterol and drinking milk which will actually weaken your bones is a good advice for anyone forget about people who go to gym and develop their muscles again as i have said the nutrition aspect is very clear on this the entire scientific literature is clear we can get every single protein every single nutrient every single macro and micro micronutrients required for one to develop his body completely from a vegan vegan based diet and there are in fact numerous athletes and bodybuilders in the world who are actually world record holders who are uh, developing their body completely on a vegan based diet i don't think the nutrition aspect of it is uh, scientific at all yeah i feel uh, you have uh, countered all the points and you have given some good logical reasoning but uh, i would come back to you with uh, some more arguments definitely definitely please do come back if you have any more uh, arguments that you think will counter veganism that i am propagating which is the concept of ahimsa the concept of ahimsa if we actually apply it in diet which would roughly translate to veganism what we are following right now is the most ethical way of living a person can adopt and i have told you many environmental factors we are eating up lot of forests and water resources just to consume this huge amounts of meat every single day and we are killing lot of sentient creatures and we are causing immense suffering and pain to these creatures so i think there shouldn't be any argument against such an ethical lifestyle which i am propagating for so definitely please if you have any more counters or any more questions about this please do come back and ask me but i think everyone should try and at least go vegan at least start going vegan at least once a week to begin with and if you actually understand the cruelty behind it i think you should at once give up the entire process of cruelty involved in your existing diet and uh, change to a vegan diet Uh, okay everyone i think that concludes our debate for today i think we had a very productive discussion uh, thank you all for listening once again please feel free to share this uh, podcast with anyone you think might have an answer to this or might have any argument against this or would want to consider this lifestyle choice and if you have any questions regarding any of the topics that we have discussed today or any other topics regarding ethical diet or veganism or ahimsa or meat eating please uh, feel free to drop a comment or tweet at me on twitter uh, you can subscribe to my channel and follow me on twitter and you'll get some updates on upcoming episodes and uh, i'll see you in the next episode thank you Thank you.